I love. Pop the cat along, will ya? And if you got any cinnamon-based snacks there, la? Yeah, go ahead. Lash them on a plate for us. I'm going to get under me blankie and get proper snug and crunchy and cosy. And yeah, I love this season. Let's go. to me that people believe the Beatles are better than the Kinks. I know that's the sort of thing that can get you um, butchered on the streets of Liverpool (laughs) for saying such a thing. But my goodness, you know, it's the truth. 
you know, they're such a great band. That was Awesome Almanac by The Kinks, and it was requested by Tom. And this is episode number 19 of Comics Youth Radio Presents Lockdown at the Disco with me, your deadleaf crunching pal and host, Amy Roberts. And as ever, this is our usual content warning for the episode that though we try our hardest to keep inappropriate language out of the show, occasionally, and it is only occasionally, it's not a frequent thing, no, no, as if, as if it would happen, occasionally bad words do end up slipping past us within songs. Um, yeah, it's only happened like the once, just the once, you know only the ones. As a result, this show may not be suitable for some of our junior listeners and parental discretion is advised. Um, Now, as summer is ending and autumn is officially starting this week, we thought it was time to dedicate an entire episode to celebrating this beautiful season because in this humble goth's opinion, autumn is the best season. Um, and I won't hear any arguments about it, you know, I've got made to a like, nah, it's all about summer, it's like, nah, it's not, summer is too hot, it's a narky season, it's aggressive, I don't like it, spring is cute, but again, you know, there are certain days in spring where I'm just like, this is too much, you know, I need to enjoy a sweater, and spring is uh, going too aggressive, with the heat here, um, I don't know anyone who really loves winter, you know, Christmas, sure, you know, you have a chance to eat a lot of food, who doesn't love that, but, uh, yeesh, you know, that's a lot of darkness, and a lot of cold, and a lot of rain (laughs) to handle for, uh, the three constant months that feel like, you know, an eternity, that's winter, um, autumn's where it's at, folks, you know, there's just so much to love about it, um, in autumn, you get this crispy, fresh air that you don't get in any other season. And it gets a little bit cooler, but not too cold. And the nights draw in, but the days aren't too dark yet. You know, you still get those boss bursts of sun um, with the chilliness, which just, you know, it makes the whole world sparkle, I think. Um, and there's something so special about that as the leaves drop from the trees and the world starts to end one cycle of life and it preps to bring in the next one. And I just absolutely love that. You know, there's a certain romance to autumn that no other season has. It's cozy and crunchy and a little bit moody. You know, there's an atmosphere to autumn, um, but it feels as much optimistic and full of light as it is, you know, a little bit on the darker side of things. Um, And in that way, I guess, autumn really serves up a boss reminder about balance, you know? Summer can be obtrusively bright sometimes and winter can be oppressively dark, but autumn has the best of both, you know? And just like this season, it's important to carry the light alongside the dark. You know, autumn reminds us all that though a brown leaf is significant of death, it's also symbolic of the chance for rebirth. You know, when the trees get stripped of those leaves and they're kind of either so just naked in the winter and have nothing to protect them and then spring comes and they start blooming again, you know, and everything comes back to life and autumn is that stage where it's like, right, well, you know, we gotta have a snooze basically, you know, nature needs a snooze, and uh, that's what we all gone do. 
and I think it's like it's a nice reminder that to embrace bad moods or even sadness you know embrace the darkness um and it's fine too so long as when we do that we also accept those things like those dark aspects of ourselves and the world and life alongside optimism and happiness and the chance to take something bright and worthwhile from those bad feelings you know all of life is about that. It's about accepting the light with the dark and the dark with the light. And as autumn rolls in and we get nestled up inside our cozy homemade bedroom dens or inside our fave coats for crunchy walks in the park, you know, whereupon we can enjoy the season fully, remember to reflect on the light and the dark of the world. Um, and within your life and this beautiful season. Uh, and now for some super crisp and cozy autumnal tunes um, that really reflect that vibe as well. This is Wasteland Baby by Josier and it was requested by Rosa who says that it makes her feel so cozy and like she could nap for a week. Drink it in. It's a sweet one. And the day 
was Bloom by Paper Kites. And it was requested by Lucas M, who says that it's basically in his top tier autumnal tracks. And it's easy to see why, because it's just a crispy dreamboat of a song. And it pairs quite nicely with Wasteland Baby by Hosier, which came before it, as requested by Rosa. And we've had a whole bunch of requests for today's episode from the awesome gang who make up our Safe Spaces group here at Comics Youth. And as we've mentioned during previous episodes, one of our fave things to talk about during our Safe Spaces sessions is food. (laughs) Inevitably, everything comes back to chat and scran. (laughs) Um, And I feel like autumn scran is some of the best scran. You know what I mean? So I'm going to do a little roundup right here of some autumnal food faves, at least by my own personal estimation of it anyway. So you know what? Let's get some of that food, mood, music on the go, shall we? Hit it. (laughs) Okay, so first and foremost, let's start with cinnamon. (laughs) Just cinnamon in everything when it comes to awesome. That's me rule. Cinnamon in my porridge, cinnamon on biscuits, cinnamon in my cereal. Sometimes I even like to grate and shake some cinnamon into my coffee or on top of some hot chocolate or just stir it in with some warm milk before bed. It's spicy. It's lovely. It's dreamy. Drink it down, baby. Drink it down. And can we please take a moment to appreciate the spectacular, flavorful delights of a good cinnamon bun? Oof, me and me fella had some coffee and a cinnamon bun, sat outside home in Manchester the other day, and it was a vibe, let me tell ya. A bun so big that me and me fella had to stab a fork through it and eat it like a king chewing on a hunk of meat. Cinnamon buns, people. Amazing. Other autumnal food vibes? It's the start of soup season, but in autumn you start light, you save those chunky soups for the winter, in awesome though, you get those warm, thick, blended, flavorful soups. I'm talking about tomato, pea and mint, onion, pumpkin, sweet potato and carrot. Oh baby, yes. Throw some cream on top of that. Get a colossal chunk of bread to dip in that beauty and go to soup town, honey. Direct, go direct. <laughs> and teas, drink all of the teas. Yes, spice teas, vanilla teas, fruity teas, rubosh. Have them in a massive mug you can hug against yourself and warm up some cookies in the microwave for 20 to 30 seconds to enjoy with them. Perfection, people. Perfection. And this is the last reference we'll make to Halloween until our spoopy October editions of Lockdown at the Disco, but awesome as boss because all of the Halloween sweets are out in the shops, people, and I don't know what it is about snacks with ghosts or pumpkins or skulls or witches on the wrapping, but Halloween treats always taste the best. Uh, thank you, Serge Gainsbourg and Jane Birkin, for backing me up with some of uh, some of that music right there for that food mood. Uh, so yeah, that's our essential autumnal scran roundup. Uh, have I not included one of your autumnal faves in that list? Get in touch to let me know, and maybe I can address it in another episode. Hit me up via amy at comicsyouth.co.uk. And right now, 
we have another solid autumnal request from Tom by the almighty Fiona Apple. This is Pale September. Thank you. 
you in your autumn sweater. <laughs> that was Autumn Sweater by the wonderful Yola Tengo, who make me smile all year round, to be honest. Um, but they had to get an extra special shout out for the seasonal edition of the show because damn, you know, they're putting the season in the song title and uh, them's the rules, you know. Um, also props to any song that celebrates the joy of autumn clothing because that's also something that I get real excited about the second that September starts. Like, I'm not gonna lie, once the first of September hits, I'm there unpacking my fave biggest and thickest jumpers and even when the sun is still blazing and the temperature is still pretty high, I will sit there and I will sweat just so long as I can wear that sweater <laughs> and be happy. Um, I don't know. It's just better clothes when you get to autumn in it. It's all about comfort. And the majority of summer fashion is uncomfortable and and small. It's either too small or it's too big. Do you know what I mean? Like, I love a good baggy outfit. You know what I mean? But sometimes I'm just like, do you know, this is too much. Like, it's not so much a baggy outfit. It's like, I don't know. You wear those dresses in the, in the summer that are like a million sizes too big because they're just nice and airy. And that's nice. But I like a little bit of structure to me clothes, you know? And like, it's either that way in the summer or it's the complete other way. And stuff's just like too small and it's sleeveless and it's legs out. And sometimes I just want to hide away. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to be getting my skin out all the time just to try and keep cool. Um, Yeah, so awesome brings that structure back and I can put my skin away again. (laughs) And I can just wear my nice, you know, still a little bit oversized, but, you know, not so big that it's just like, I'm just in a sack. You know what I mean? Uh, A bit of structure. In autumn, you know, you get to also layer it up a little bit. And I'm all about layers. You don't have to dress too warm still. Um, you can wear your docks again without your little feet getting too sweaty. Um, and you can start not having to do your hair in the morning if you get up late or you just can't be bothered, you know, because you can get away with wearing a hat indoors during the autumn, honey. Like, it's beret season, most importantly. I love a good beret, me. Love it. Love it. Uh, oh, it's a good one. Got me awesome rail and my favourite cardies and jumpers ready and waiting. Uh, is, is that a bit naff? I don't even care, you know. I'm happy. Happy with me threads. Uh, this now is Autumn Leaves by Nat King Cole and it was requested by Raph. The falling leaves drift by the window The autumn leaves of red and gold I see your lips, the summer kisses The sunburned hands I used to hold Since you went away The days grow long And soon I'll hear Old winter 
miss you most of all, my darling. When autumn leaves start to Thank you. 
unbelievably, uh, that was grandpappy of punk Iggy Pop himself covering Les Foyers Mots. And I don't know if maybe you noticed or not, uh, but that is actually, um, he's singing the French version of uh, Autumn Leaves, the song that you heard right before that track. Um, Les Foyers Mots translates to The Dead Leaves. And it's one of those jazz standard tracks, um, along with Autumn Leaves, which is just basically the English translation of it, um, that has been covered by a huge variety of artists since the song was written in 1954. Um, Now, the French version of the song has been covered by artists including April March, Andrea Bocelli, Grace Jones, and Francois Hardy. And the English version has been covered by just about every musician who has been known to dabble um, in jazz in some way, uh, sometimes not always fantastic ways, it must be known. (laughs) You know, I I hate to say it, but some white people should not get involved in jazz. Um, I think we learned that with La La Land. Um, Anyway, uh, and I say that as someone who loved La La Land. Um, yeah, but it's uh, the English version is being covered by just about every musician who's been to dabble in jazz, including uh, people like Bob Dylan, Eartha Kitt, Mark Lanigan, Frank Sinatra, and Miles Davis. Um, but I really love Iggy Pop's interpretation of it, um, and Grace Jones's version is also absolutely wonderful as well, because I think it shows how adaptable the song is. You know, a song becomes... Um, a jazz standard or kind of like a standard for any genre when it does lend itself well to a multitude of interpretations and voices um, you know it has to have a strong uh, recognizable structure to it it has to be identifiable but also something that can be molded into something distinctive and unique and separate from you know something that identifies it as different to that core that makes it, um, you know, so replicatable. Um, And I just, I find it interesting just how many different versions of that song there is and how so many of them sound different to one another, you know, the same in some ways, but very altered in others. Um, uh, The the many, many different versions of Autumn Leaves and Le Foyer Mortes remind me quite aptly of one of my favourite autumn crafts, which is leaf printing. You know, uh, that thing where you basically just find a really cool leaf on the ground and you dip it in some paint and you push it on some paper um, and you just create cool patterns with it. Um, And with leaf printing, you know, it's the same kind of principle, really. You know, like the foundations of the leaf, or the song in this case, remains the same. Uh, the shape and the pattern of the veins on the leaf, much like the basics of a melody and the lyrics that sit on top of it, um, remain the same. But then you can colour that leaf differently for printing each time, and you can use that leaf to create whole new patterns and shapes in the same way. One song can be many. Um, I just find that so interesting, you know, and I think that's kind of an important thing to think about for anyone who's an artist of any form, be it music, be it artwork, illustration, poetry, uh, fiction, 
whatever it is that you is your thing, you know, don't be afraid to replicate. Play around with that, but always make it your own, you know, find the core, found the foundation, and then build upon it and put your own structure on there, you know. Do a Nikki Pop honey, do a Grace Jones, make it your own. Um, this is another autumnal request from Raph. Uh, this is Dark Skies by Brick and Mortar.
is Obstacle One by Interpol. And though that song has absolutely no reference to Awesome in it whatsoever, I played it because that song and the album that it comes from, uh, 2002's 10 on the Bright Lights, reminds me of Autumn so strongly. Um, and I tend to return to that album again and again around this time of year because it just sinks me into this feeling of uh, comfort and like a level of angst that I find very enjoyable. You know, like I just want to throw on my duster coat and brood around Liverpool in it while listening to it. You know, I want to do like a bit of a Holden Caulfield and just sulk in a cafe reading some like existential crisis novel, you know, <laughs> calling everyone poses. Um, oh my. The only way I can really describe how this song and this album make me feel is that they're almost like a musical weighted blanket, you know, I feel so reassured whenever I hear them, like almost at home, like they make me feel at home and no matter where I am in the world when I'm listening to it, um, you know, I couldn't tell you why that's the case, but it is, like it's imprinted on me um, for life probably um, and it, yeah, it's just like, it is one of my autumn albums um, and yeah probably always will be, let's face it. Um, Do any of you have a song or album like that, that like feels like your weighted blanket, the thing that you throw around yourself and it's just reassuring and safe? Um, If you do, let me know via amy at comicsyouth.co.uk because that's something for us to explore sometime, you know, like music as a comfort blanket. And in the autumn especially, that's just a little bit of what you need. Uh, speaking of autumnal comfort blankets, we need to talk about a TV show that many of us here at Comics Youth are obsessed with and basically just keep on a rewatch loop for comfort. <laughs> uh, especially so once we reach the autumn though. And that show is Gilmore Girls, uh, which you can watch the entirety of still on Netflix. And I strongly urge that you do uh, because it's such a wholesome, snuggly, easy to watch treats and for whatever reason it's a total autumn vibe uh it just is uh for those of you who may not be too familiar with Gilmore Girls um the show is from the early 2000s and is about a single mother from an affluent privileged background raising her ridiculously smart and talented teenage daughter in a way that is a little less affluent and privileged uh than how she was brought up Uh, They live in a quaint, small New England town called Stars Hollow, and it's populated by the most wondrous mix of weirdos and outcasts and sweethearts that you could ever hope to call your neighbours. Gilmore Girls is also very strongly influenced by the screwball comedies of the 40s and 50s, so the dialogue is really quick and the wit is sharp. And the female characters in it, you know, are very bolshy, um, just like in those screwball comedies. Like, they speak their mind, you know, um, and they just have these real strong personalities. Like, the women lead Gilmore Girls. Uh, and there's a lot of great female characters in it. Um, it's just terrifically funny and all round great, well-written characters who you can't help but love, but you also see their flaws really, really clearly. And every now and then you kind of hate a lot of the characters too. Um, 
And it's cool to do that, you know? It's one of those shows that's so well written that it reminds you that we all have our goods and our bad qualities and that's fine, you know? We can't all be lovable 100% of the time. Uh, Sometimes we're all a little bit of a Rory Gilmore, um, unfortunately for all of us and unfortunately for Rory Gilmore. Jeez, every time I rewatch Gilmore Girls, I'm just like, oh, Rory. Jeez Louise, what happens here, girl? Um, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I won't go on my Rory Gilmore rant because I feel like me and uh, Rhiannon in the office get caught up in that rant more often than not. And yeah, we don't need it. We don't need it. We don't need it. Okay. Um, I actually started my Gilmore Girls rewatch a little early this year because I basically gave up on summer sometime around the end of July when my lockdown misery got the better of me, shall we say. Um, And I was just like, ah, to heck with it. Let's just go to bed and watch Gilmore Girls again from the very start. Um, So yeah, so now I'm like up to season four already again, um, because that's just how it goes. Uh, And that's what I've been doing. Uh, And let me tell you, it absolutely helps make a bad day a little bit better. Um, And this next track is the theme tune from Gilmore Girls. This is the iconic Carol King with Where You Lead.
car, go ahead. That one's from my mum, that. Go ahead. <laughs> the microphones with I'm getting cold <laughs> uh, I need to explain that one to you do I you know autumn's coming the temperature's dropping we're all getting a little bit chilly you know wrap up a bit when you go out will ya like don't get caught short like I have a couple of days this week and I've worked late and it's been cold on the way home and it's like oh I wish I had more than just like this jumper on wish I had my coat something like that uh yeah the evenings can be cold now honey Put a jumper on, take a little jacket with you as well, just in case, um, you know, it's time. Just get snuggly, get real snuggly. And that's what's done for another week, folks. Uh, next week's episode is going to be our back to school special because I don't know about you, but I get kind of excited this time of year about new school supplies and stationery and just a fresh start to things. Like, I haven't been in school for a a very long time. We won't say exactly how long. I'm still a spring chicken, folks. It's fine. Um, But I know a lot of people um, who still use September as their official restart month, you know, kind of like their version of a new year, their clean slates, their chance to start again. And it's all based on, you know, that kind of old structure of, well, this is the time that school starts and, you know, I get some new clothes in and uh, I try and reevaluate where I am in life and I just get going again and I just get things started again. Um, and I think that's a nice thing to do. It can be overwhelming in December and January when you're just trying to fight the gloom, you know, and the cold and the darkness. Uh, but September's a good month to do that. Um, so yeah, like whether you're returning to school, college, or university, you know, let me know how you're feeling about it all, you know, particularly during a pandemic, like, it's okay to be nervous and a little anxious about things right now, and, you know, maybe that's something that we all need to be talking about, you know, I think young people, especially right now, are getting a very uh, rough time, and they're getting the fuzzy end of the lollipop, as Billy Wilder would put it, you know, um, you're all doing your absolute best and I feel like people are giving you the blame for a lot of stuff that is not your fault um and it ain't fair 
So, um, yeah, and also, like, let me know if you're excited about returning to school or college or uni and why, you know? Maybe you're starting or have just started uni and you're feeling some boss vibes about that. Um, or you're a little bit scared, you know, just tell us how you feel, let us know your favourite subjects, or give shout-outs to teachers who you love for making learning fun, you know, uh, they deserve celebration, they're not on good wages, they need something, folks, give them some love, um, <laughs> and I also want to know your fave tracks about school or going back to school, so let me know any requests or shout-outs or ideas or comments you'd like to share for our next episode via amy at comicsyouth.co.uk, and that's what's done for another week. Remember, everything is not cool, but it can be. Stay safe, stay sassy, and my goodness, stay cozy. This is October Song by Amy Winehouse, as requested by Shan. And this is Amy Roberts, signing off. Bye! Bye.